your host, Franco Vega, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Right Way Podcast, where our theme is 10 minutes of healing the right way. On this program, we'll interview folks who have been through some pain, like my beautiful Foss youth, and who have turned that pain into power. To learn more about our organization and our mission, please visit our website at therightwayfoundation.org. Hey, hello, folks. Franco Vega here with you for Right Way Podcast, where our theme is 10 minutes of healing the right way. Uh, we've just finished up Christmas season and we're about to go into our New Year's. We had an awesome time with our youth. Um, and I have a special guest today. Uh, this is going to be a, a different interview. Uh, I have an LCSW, licensed clinical social worker, a.k.a. a therapist uh, from the Right Way staff that's going to interview me. So welcome, Jen. Hi, thank you for having me here. <laughs> thank you for volunteering to interview me. So let's go. Go ahead with your questions. Well, um, can you tell me, Franco, a little bit about the rundown for 2021, this last year, and then also how the new Long Beach office is going? Well, this was a unique year, as I don't have to explain to anyone, uh, you know. And it's weird to say this, but we were one of the only true nonprofits in the county that stayed open during COVID. We didn't shut down. Uh, we just made sure all of our staff was vaccinated when the time when we was able to receive the vaccination. And we also uh, practiced uh, six feet, uh, made sure all of our youth wore their masks or continue to wear their masks when they're inside the building. And uh, if anything pops up, we rushed to hurry up and go get a COVID test to make sure that all of our staff was staying healthy. And it worked out pretty fine. You know, so that was unique. Um, second, uh, your Long Beach question, we, we opened up a new office during this pandemic. Go figure. We're probably one of the only agencies that expanded our services and we raised a, a lot of money during this COVID time. And so we we're able to have our chief operating officer, Andrea, open up the Long Beach office. And we have ran two successful cohorts now of Operation Emancipation. And the unique thing is that we tied in customer service now into Operation Emancipation. So every uh, cohort now will have a customer service theme. And the reason we did that and we're going to move forward with doing this is because mostly all of our jobs are in the customer service field. Uh, for example, LA Live, the new NFL stadium, um, half the restaurants in LAX, Bloomingdale's, TJ Maxx. So everything's customer service. So why not train them on customer service right now? And customer service, in my opinion, is a trade that people, is a lost art that a lot of people don't focus in on. And if you can do customer service, you can go into any field, sales, teachers, social work, you know, convincing youth to come in and talk. So that's customer service. So that's the rundown of 2021 and uh, bringing you up to speed of our Long Beach office. Awesome. That's good to hear that. Mm -hmm. um, where do you see your team in the next year? We need to onboard three more of you guys, uh, Jen, three more full-time LCSWs. We're having a tough time finding them. And I, I heard the whole field is having a tough time securing uh, full-time licensed clinical social workers. Uh, yeah. I know everyone wants to work from home right now, and that's just not in our uh, 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 operation manual right now, working from home. Mm -hmm. Our youth need to see us, you know, in person. And then asking a foster Tay uh, to do Zoom meetings and stuff like that, which we tried. And you can recall, yeah. it just didn't work out. You know, the connectivity, uh, the privacy, and we go deep in our workshops. So you can't uh, be at a Zoom at a certain location and then really open up and then people are going to hear what you're saying in the background. So Definitely. in person on boarding three more full-time licensed clinical social workers is key. Awesome. That sounds really good. Um, how can the youth here at the Right Way Foundation utilize us, you know, in these difficult moments? Well, first, um, you know, 
what we ask of all of our youth, even the ones we just meet for the first time, they got to give us a chance. Don't put us in the same bunch as another nonprofit. And we had an interview recently for with a young lady, I forgot her name, um, but she had a great example of she at least gives everyone a chance, regardless mm-hmm. of what was the outcome of a, at a last a nonprofit. And so we have, we ask our youth, just give us a chance, you know? Um, and, and I stress to my staff, and you know this, that we have to gain their trust right away. Yeah. You know, we have to close the deal on right ways, the real deal. We won't leave you stranded, you know, and we practice to follow through on everything, anything we deliver. So if we say we're going to mm-hmm. pay for someone's driver's lessons, we pay for that right away. We say we're going to help a kid uh, fix their credit. We'll do that. Uh, you know, uh, if, if need be, lend them some money to pay off some bills. We'll do that. So we're just trying to create an atmosphere and we have created the atmosphere that we're there like a family, you know, uh, that they so desperate, so desperately want. And so, you know, uh, that's what we tell. And we try to convince our, our young transition age youth currently are exiting the foster care system. Yeah, I definitely agree with the trust. Big mm-hmm. part. Um how does how do you like your therapy approach compared to other nonprofit agencies that are providing therapy <laughs> to to Tays in the foster care system? Well, I like our approach because I'm witnessing you guys getting to know these kids or these young adults. I got to stop using the word kids, but the and then I mess up and say babies, our beautiful <laughs> babies. But uh, our Tays, I love when I see the relationship you guys build with our young adults because relationships, in my opinion, is all what they want at the end of the day. You know, I like them to know who you guys are because you guys expect them to open up to you. And if you Mm -hmm. guys don't open up to them, how does that work out? You know, that's that's kind of unfair. You know, I and so we preach uh, being open lines of communication, get to know our youth, you know, and it can be in simple forms of, you know, what's your favorite sports team as a therapist or what kind of music you like as a therapist? You know, our kids want our youth want to know who you are. And we if we expect them to open up to us, but we have to give them something about us at the same time. And I'll give you another good example. You know, all of my youth in the program knows uh, you know, um, my kids, what my kids are doing, uh, my wife, you know, they know about uh, my hobbies, what I love to do. Uh, and so, you know, um, I, I think that's the way it should always be. Uh, and I hate for other agencies to close the door because a youth disappears. Let's say a kid disappears for 60 days, two months. He just got some good service from Eugene and went away. He thought he learned, he knew it all and disappeared for two months. And then he wants to come back because he ran into a glitch. But then we don't have to re-traumatize him and make him go through the beginning and start opening up the can of worms. We can just open up his file and pick up where we left off at, you know, and that's totally different than other nonprofits. And I understand there's some billing issues and (laughs) they're getting their money from Department of Mental Health, things like that. But no, that's not us. We're a private foundation and, you know, we can we can be flexible. Definitely. And I 100 percent agree with that in the 10 years that I worked. Um having to close a case is the hardest thing for a social worker in general. So keeping that door open is one of the most important things that I think is a good approach. Um, what are the new goals for the right way foundation going on to this new year, 2022? Yeah, we have a big goal housing. Um, you know, I'm right now, uh, uh, waiting to speak to my board, uh, about master leasing apartments and really, just going after apartment units 
in signing the lease and paying a year up front, even before we even have the youth in our program, because we have to secure these apartments. You know, we're running into, uh, well, the listeners know if you're an LA County listener, we have a homeless crisis. Not only do we have a pandemic, we have a homeless crisis and we have a homeless crisis of foster youth leaving the system. 50% of our youth will become homeless almost right away. And so they're going to need these apartments and then they have no credit. So what landlord is going to rent them with no credit or then they have bad credit. Someone messed up their credit while they're in the system. And so right with foundation and hopefully my board will approve it and then we can raise some quick funds where we can go rent five to 10 apartment units right away because I think we already provide housing for 13 youth right now or 13 bodies. You know, a lot of them are youth. And then we have some uh, foster youth who have babies and those babies are living in our apartments too. So yeah, that's the big goal for 2022 is really just to master lease apartments. I pay money up front. I pay the rent up front for one year and then we find our youth and then we subsidize their rent, meaning yeah. that we don't let a kid move in and we're paying the rent. No, they're going to have to pay into it too. Uh, responsibility. Uh, we're not here to let them live for free. No, 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 because that's not the real world. So they're going to have to contribute uh, with their uh, own paycheck. And we know uh, they can afford to do it because we're going to go get them a job. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, we're not just going to put someone in there and say, "Uh, let's move you in and then go find you a job. No, we're going to make sure you get a job right away and then keep that job uh, because that's the real world. If you don't make no money, you don't eat. It's the real world. You know, and so you have to be able to pay the bills. It's just sad that our beautiful youth have to do it at such a young age. You know, 21, how many, I'm not sure about you, Jen, uh, but at 21, having your own apartment in one of the most expensive cities in the nation, uh, with the, we're right behind New York and San Francisco, but LA County is expensive. Yeah. And so at 21, who's making a lot of money that can afford a nice apartment? Really, it's rare. It's rare. The numbers are low. So uh, that's our big thing for 2022. At the same time, onboarding three uh, licensed clinical social workers. Sadly, and, and another one, and I, and I sigh, uh, we're going to have to really start focusing in on our victims of sex trafficking. Uh, that's what I'm going to look at as a director and really uh, try to put a dent in that illegal business and operation and just our beautiful young girls uh, uh, being victims of sex trafficking, even though you might think they're doing it on their own. No, someone coerced them to do that. You know, they're not doing it on their own. I don't know. Not one beautiful young lady who went from Barbies to, Ooh, I want to go wear skimpy clothes and sell my body on Western or Figueroa. No, someone put that, someone helped them do that or tricked them into doing that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So is that it on our end, Jennifer? That's it from my side. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you uh, for the time. You know, uh, hopefully our listeners got a great update and a vision on what we've done this year and what we plan on doing for 2022. Please tune in next week where we have another guest. Peace. God bless. And I'm out. tuning into the right way podcast 10 minutes of healing the right way and we invite you to come back every week read more about us and our mission at the rightwayfoundation.org